Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. No, no, that's not ours. That's not ours. We can't do that. We can't do that. What's going on, party people? It's I can't steal his intro either because he's not here. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am the podcast prince, Wade Elson. And welcome to a brand new episode of New Normal Wrestling Podcast. But I cannot, again, I cannot do this by myself. I had to bring in the road dog to my Billy Gunn, the Wesley to my Nash Carter, even though it's reverse. You got to switch it up a little bit. Um, if we were going to do Boston Hug Connection, he's the Bailey to my Sasha. And I know he's not a big Bailey fan, but um, the one, the only, Mr. Matty Drip Drip himself, the gorgeous DJ in the world. He is the most gorgeous DJ in the world, ladies and gentlemen. DJ Matty G is in the building. Weed. Weed. Come on, man. I like the I like I like the non-start start, man. I, I <laughs> we can't we can't be geeking on other gifts. We gotta we gotta make our own. I exactly. uh I, I'm also you can't see this out there in the world of podcasting, but I can see this because we do this over Zoom to record. But Wade is so lavish, his headphones match his shirt today, bro. Next level, next level. Is that a yeah? That's a big heckin' Wade. I knew it, man. I yeah, love it is. love the pin. Yo, yo, my drink is the same color, baby. Yo, drink. brother, drink is the same color too. I got that exclusive Wandavision oh, drink from Starbucks. Drink. Wait, wait, hold that up, hold that up. Does that actually say Wandavision drink? On no, no, no. I got, yeah, yeah, I got, right I, I, right I, I'll send you the, uh, I'll send you the uh, little, you know. Yeah, hit me up. Little recipe. It's I'm a TikTok a, recipe. I'll send it to you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Starbucks guy. I got to admit, I'm a Starbucks guy. Um, we're, we're just going to get into this today, right? We didn't do any show prep. We didn't have a chance to chit chat. Can, can I, can I tell a little story? Can we get, can we get a little personal before we get a little wrestling? Oh yeah. We can get a little personal. It's fun to get personal sometimes, you know, go ahead. So, so today, so today I've got a lot going on, you know, I've had nothing going on all quarantine long. And then today, uh, you know, we're, we're without bones again. Uh, we sent him down to, uh, Jacksonville to cover the WWE, uh, WWE, AEW event that happened this weekend. And he was supposed to interview Shaq. Unfortunately, Bones got in the ambulance and we saw that Shaq wasn't in there. So we haven't heard back from Bones yet. So, so maybe next week, I'm not sure. Hopefully we'll see what happens. Um, but for, for, for the job job, I, I'm, I'm writing my own DJ program to, to train little aspiring Maddie drip trips. Um, right. And, and I'm really crunching on it. And I have a meeting tomorrow with, with somebody that's pretty important. So I'm really trying to get as much done today as I can. And then I missed NXT last night. Um, mm -hmm. So I wanted to catch up with it today. Everything ran together. Needless to say, I didn't finish NXT. I did get okay. to LA night, which I'm very happy about. Not his name, but his coming out. Love me some LA night. But then in the shower today, I decide that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take a little a little time to make the drip drip a little bit more lavish, if you will, because we can't, we can't all look like the good brother Wade Ilson. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I got the whack white. Your black don't crack. You're looking smooth and lavish and good. And I'm almost 40. I'm looking, you know, I start to get a little wrinkly. Bro, bro. No, 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 no. Hold on. We, we, before we before we get into that. No, no, no. Maddie, Maddie G. The G is for golden. Oh. So let's, just, let's just get that clear. Oh, so all the lavishness. I have it, but you golden right now because you got the you got the golden touch, brother. Well, you know, you, you got a golden microphone. You spit your lavish facts on. So, you know, hey, do your thing, man. I'm, hey, I'm just here to salute. 
Well, well, they, so 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 there I am, getting ready for a shave. I haven't shaven clean in I don't know how long, and I'm scrubbing up, and my face wash has like a pumice in it. I rubbed like a dime's worth of face wash into my right eye, and I Oof, let wow. out a screechy yelp. You would have thought I stepped on my dog, Wade. So that's the kind of afternoon I'm having. I'm coming into this hot. I'm mm-hmm. coming into this unprepared. And I'm coming into this as one eye Willie. So I, I think we should get this ship started. Wade, mm-hmm. what's going on in the personal life of you? We 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 heard about Maddie Drip Drip. I want to know what's going on with the illest. Well, the illest, what's going on with me right now, personally? We, you know, I said I said a few weeks ago we have we have a puppy now. Yep, we have yes. a lavish little puppy. We named her after one of well, it's the lady Jess's favorite and one of my personal favorites as well now, due to her. We named the dog Rhea after Rhea Ripley, mm-hmm. who, by the way, had an, another amazing promo on Raw tonight. That was only shown once. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are anticipating her arrival, and it's been very interesting. Uh, today, I see, the cool thing is get you a girlfriend that loves wrestling or gets into it really fast. Mm-hmm. She has been watching nothing, and I'm going to give her all the credit in the world. Maddie, you will appreciate this, brother. She is legit watching now with the pup, Dark Side of the Ring, season one and season two. I'm I'm kind of jealous. I I wish that I could watch those with fresh eyes again. See, season three is coming out real soon. So basically, what you're saying is, you've got a lavish little pup that's got mm-hmm. the namesake of one of your favorite wrestlers, and mm-hmm. you got a girl that looks good, treats you good, and knows good wrestling from bad wrestling. Oh, she does. She does know good wrestling from bad wrestling. Also, fun fact today, as of re- as of this recording, mm-hmm. we just received our MSK T-shirts. No. Yes, we just got them. We just got them today. They just came in. So I might be gold, but you struck gold, found gold, and are gold as well, my friend. Oh, man. Nah. See, listen, my baby's not just gold. She platinum in these streets. What? I'm, gonna, I'm telling you, she's a platinum podcaster, and she's platinum in these streets. Come on. She's man. untouchable. She's untouchable, man. I'll, t- I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. I can't, uh, I can't wait to lunch out this weekend. Also, for those of you in the podcast world, make sure you reach out and share some love to the good brother, Wade Ilson. Uh, Wade's going to be celebrating a birthday before we drop that next podcast. So allow me to be the first on the airwaves to wish you a happy early birthday, Wade. Uh, coming up on the 10th, we're, we're not going to kayfabe this at all. Your mm-hmm. birthday is coming up this upcoming Wednesday, which is fabulous because I'm going to go out on a limb and say that as far as North America goes, NXT is your favorite wrestling, and that happens on Wednesday nights. So it's like a little birthday present wrapped mm-hmm. up in itself. So so everybody out there that's an earshot of this, please take some time. Hop on your Twitter. Hop on your Instagram. Hop on over to the good brother Wade Ilson's personal page or hit us up on the new normal wrestling page or wrestling, normal wrestling. No, wrestling normal on Twitter. Normal on Twitter. And please wish this lavish gentleman a very happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I cannot wait for next week. Uh, The lady says we have a few things planned. I don't know what they are. She's keeping very hush-hush about them. So, hey, it is what it is. I am waiting to see. I, I, you know, it's it's a new year. It's a new time. I can't wait. But we got to get into this wrestling. Let's talk, get man. into That's it, man. What we we're got, here for. We got a we got a tight hour fifteen. We've got, mm-hmm. in my opinion, a fantastic week of shows. Oh, I got to yeah. I got to tell you, man. It started off there. There were a lot of hills and valleys on Monday Night Raw, but I think the hills way outlaid the outlaid outweighed the valleys. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna wrap everything up with 
of pay-per-view on Sunday. And when I say pay-per-view, I don't mean a free purview or a monthly mm-hmm. pay-per-view like mm-hmm. Impact is doing. I don't mean the 714 events that WWE does and calls them pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. I mean a legit, like, they do one pay-per-view a quarter, AEW's having a pay-per-view. So I think we should start at the beginning. Let's not Quentin Tarantino this. Let's start with Monday Night Raw. Let's jump right in. Wade, I just want your overall impression on how Monday Night Raw went. We'll get into the nitty-gritty in a minute, but but give me... Give me a, a a grade or a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs middle. Let's keep this. Let's keep this tight. Wow, uh, I'm gonna have to go in between. It started, you know, started real low, jumped mm-hmm. up, low, jumped up, and then closed with a amazing moment, which we will get into a little bit later. Because boy, that was a moment. It's a moment that we have been discussing since I joined New Normal with you and the good brother Bones. It's been a moment we've been talking about for a long time, especially you it's it's i wanted it to happen i never thought it would happen and the way they injected it into the storyline from the previous i'm sorry from elimination chamber and so on uh i didn't think it was going to happen and it's happened quickly that's our tease we're going to stop using pronouns we're going to jump into it i got to talk about the low points first because this monday night raw had some of the highest high points i've seen in a real long time Agreed. Um, again, we'll get there, but we had Nia Jax with Shayna Baszler um, versus Naomi with Lana. <sighs> low, 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 low point. And A very low point. I know I keep harping on it, but I've never really seen Naomi look this bad. And to me, that has to be her dancing partner. I got to believe that if she has 10 great matches in a row with 10 great wrestlers or 10 other wrestlers, and then has a stinker with somebody I don't think very highly of. I, I've got to place the blame on Naya. I just, mm-hmm. I, I don't think she has it. And to be perfectly honest, I, I hate to jump around, but when we get into the NXT talk later, it was obvious that she was the weak link in that whole match. She was, I agree. She was definitely in the fourth place of the four mm-hmm. ladies. Um, Naya Jax defeats Naomi by pinfall. Obviously, she's still holding a championship belt. They got to mm-hmm. keep to it. Wade, I don't know if there's anything you want to add into this, but you know, just kind of, kind of the lowest point of Monday Night Raw, in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. Very low point of the show. Um, I did not enjoy the fact that Naomi, who is a top quality talent within that roster, is being squandered. Um, we've spoken about this before numerous times. Whatever. I don't hate the glow gimmick. The glow gimmick is fine. It's perfectly great, yeah. but. It's just you don't know what to do with her. It's like I feel she had such a better run when she was on SmackDown than her Mm -hmm. being on Raw. Her being on Raw, she's again going to get lost in the shuffle, especially with upcoming debuts and what's going on around her. She's not involved in the title picture, and people tend to forget she is a former SmackDown Women's Champion. Sure is. Two times. Two two times. You know, it's it's disrespectful to Naomi. Naomi is such a good talent, man. It's it it's just so damn sad. It's like the polar opposite is going on on SmackDown. So, yep. What what where's the disconnect here? I am very upset, and you know I am such a huge re- rest, uh, women's wrestling fan. Sorry, I got a little tongue tied here. Sure, but to see some of the talents, the way they're being used and mistreated, is disgusting. I am thoroughly appalled 
by some of the, and I'm, I'm sorry, guys, I'm, I'm going to put the explicit tag in, some of the bullshit that's going on within the Raw Women's Division. From your champion, even to her contenders, it's like a fuck ton of bullshit. Yeah. And I'm getting tired of it. It's bad when I really don't want to pay attention to a women's match mm. where there's a quality amount of talent. Two-fourths of that match could have had a women's title feud, and I would have been fine with it. But you know what? women's wrestling got a lot better when we get to other sub uh, subjects and shows sure but did. yes again i agree with you i am not happy with what's going on on the raw women's division it mm -hmm. needs to change it needs to get better it does not need to revolve around the same two people and i feel hopefully with this injection it changes everything yeah yeah i'm looking i i'm i'm a big fan of rhea ripley just as you are obviously uh -huh. i'm a big fan of what she brings to the table but I really have to hope that this turns into more storylines. I hope that that injection really mm -hmm. does help the division because later on that night, the, the next lowest point, in my opinion, was the Charlotte Flair, Shayna Baszler match. Um, Charlotte ended up going over. The match was okay at best, mm -hmm. but with, if they had just cross booked Charlotte's good enough and big enough to carry Nia. Mm -hmm. And I think that Shayna and Naomi, would have been a better quality match. Mm -hmm. I think both of those matches could have been saved just with the different booking. Again, Agreed. I'm not a wrestler. I know, but here's the thing, Maddie. You are a fan just as I am. Do you remember the SmackDown 6? Of course. Now, you had six women, and I still remember them by name. I want to show uh, Jess that, that time when SmackDown had just become SmackDown Live and moved over and became different. The SmackDown mm -hmm. 6 was Nikki Bella, Carmella, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, Becky Lynch, and Natty. You had each of them involved in different feuds, playing it out, and no, and, and there were there were always two in the championship picture and two side feuds, just to keep everybody in rotation. Always, it feels always. It feels like Raw doesn't know what to do, and they are stuck on the two towns. Now I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. Mm -hmm. I did like the promo, but damn. Do you automatically feel because you're Charlotte Flair, you're automatically supposed to be thrown in the picture? No. But I have my theories about this. Um, spitballing with Jess. I love bringing her in. She's like our fourth co-host sometimes. Absolutely. We had an idea. The way Charlotte was speaking, she kept saying, you know, I deserve to be there. I'm the one that should be in the spotlight. And then Nia and Shayna came out and basically spoke about how you're an army of one. You're by yourself. I'm going to, you know. I low-key believe, or we low-key believe, because I'm not going to say I came up with it, because I'm, you know, she's the beauty, I'm the brains. Um, or reverse, I don't know how she feels about it sometimes, but, you know, whatever <laughs> whatever the moment calls for, one of us is one and one of us is other. Actually, she's more both than others, but <laughs> this is going to be a just love fest, so shout out to you. Um, I feel that this is going to lead to some type of fatal four-way or triple threat due to due to Asuka not being able to compete because from what and we spoke about this off air sure Asuka has a concussion besides her teeth getting knocked out so yeah. we may not see Asuka until Wrestlemania uh, concussion protocol can be up to six yep. weeks if there's exactly. no symptoms I mean exactly and that's and and other wrestlers have missed extensive periods of time with their mm -hmm. first concussion and Samoa I'm, Joe I'm pretty Samoa sure Joe. that that Asuka's uh had concussions in the past so mm -hmm. She's had she's had uh, maybe one or two, especially after SummerSlam with that powerbomb spot. I believe she definitely had one. Mm -hmm. 
but um again <laughs> you don't you don't wrestle in japan that long without getting your belt rung a few exactly times. a few times <laughs> um but again i i low-key feel this is going to lead into something it was a low point but yeah. it's a low point that's a kickoff point to something else or what we would like to see happen because again we're not bookers we're not wrestlers this nope. is just a podcast we're two good friends two good brothers sit down and talk about wrestling and give our thoughts and opinions that's all how i feel about it and 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 i'm okay i mean wwe has definitely delivered on some longer term booking lately mm -hmm. which is why i've been giving them the benefit of the doubt more often uh it's also why i'm going over the low points first because in my opinion there was only three or four of them in uh raw i'd say it was a a 50 50 again now for me there was at least 40 minutes of recapping uh, raw raw opened their show with a with, recap with over 15 minutes of recap um you know if you followed my live tweet this week well actually if you followed my personal page because i live tweeted the entire opening match on my personal page by accident <laughs> um impact outstanding match to start the show AEW, outstanding match to start the show Raw started with over 15 minutes of recaps. There wasn't a match for almost 20 minutes. Uh -huh. um, may maybe even more than that. Uh, a couple of the other low points for me uh, on this. Oh, but but to, to wrap, to put a bow on that. Yes. If this is going to lead to a Charlotte, Rhea, and maybe insert one or two more deserving stars here. Mm-hmm. I would be okay with that, especially if they stretched it out. I don't feel that there needs to be a Raw women's title match at Fastlane. If they stretch this out to wait and see if Asuka can come back, then they've either got, you know, a, 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 a triple threat or if mm -hmm. Asuka is available, a fatal four-way for Mania. Mm -hmm. And I'd mm -hmm. be okay with that. Mania is two nights, which means you're going to have four quote-unquote main event spots your opener on both nights and your closer on both nights that could fit into either one of those situations. So would I like Oscar to get healthy again and have a WrestleMania moment? Absolutely. If she doesn't get healthy, she shouldn't be rushed back. And there's no way I see Oscar retaining that title through mania. Anyway, I so, don't either. You know, if, if she can get healthy, please get healthy. Obviously you make everything better. Oscar, uh, but if not, stretch this out. Tell this story for six weeks. Don't rush into crowning a champion at Fastlane. Um, you, we had you don't the, really have to. You don't really have to. No. No. Um, Elias and Jackson Riker, Damian Priest, and Bad Bunny. Any Anything on that you want to touch on? Um, I, I thought the match was okay. Damian Priest is continuing to do what star. he does. And he's, star. He's improving. Bad Bunny no faults with him. He's doing what he does. And ba I have no issues with him. Bad he's Bunny's fine. a little highlight for me. I yeah, think he's, he's great. great. His facials are good. He pulls off one or two good moves a night. Like, exactly. And and he didn't go over and try to interfere when Jackson Riker did. Because take a solid look at Jackson Riker and look at Bad Bunny. Yeah. Jackson Riker would plant Bad Bunny. So he didn't come up looking stupid. I think they're doing a great job. It just wasn't a super high point for me. Agreed. It wasn't a high point. It was just a point. It was a point. Mm -hmm. Um, Braun Strowman, super low point for me again. Um, yeah, it's like I, I, you know, I like Braun to an extent mm -hmm. in certain situations. It's just again, huh, using the explicit tag again, a clusterfuck of a segment. You and it's and and we know what it's leading to. It's like as soon as we saw it, we're like, oh, 
He's also Braun's gonna have the Shane match. Okay, cool. All right. Yep. Just get to the point, get it done so we can move on and go with our business. I agree. It was it was too long a piece to get us to build to Braun versus Shane. However, I do like that they are using the Hurt Business and having the Hurt Business keep the titles. Mm-hmm. Um, you you got to have the champions out there, so so I'm fine with that. It's just I I wish Braun hadn't said get these hands. It, it seems like everybody else is moving away slightly from the over abuse of the catchphrase, and then Braun came back after all this time being out. And his shirt was the same and his pants were the same and his cadence was the same and his catchphrase was the same. You could have freshened him up a little tiny bit. Um, yeah, it's just, he's just there for me. Uh, I, I definitely want to get into the high points though, unless you have anything else you want to bring up. I am ready to get into the high points with you. I have a feeling I know where you're going to start. And man, was if it's where I think you're starting, it was a high point for me. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to save what I consider the best for last. So where I'm going to start is I love a good Haas fight. Yes. And yes. And Drew McIntyre versus Seamus Wade, please, please go off on this because first of all, I know you've dropped the explicit tag, but did you notice that during a backstage vignette, um, MVP said bullshit on Monday night raw. I, totally I he did that coming. I, yeah, we were watching it, right? And, and Jeff was like, yo, did he say bullshit on air? I'm like, yeah. He's like, damn. I like I, that though. I, that's fine. No, no, I no. I think that's good. why they pushed it back to the 10 o'clock hour. That mm-hmm. vignette was after 10. So cool. But I'm sorry to, to derail that. Let's get into McIntyre and Sheamus because holy shit. Yep, a Haas fight. And I'm and I'm I'm somewhat of a fan of a Haas fight, you know, mm-hmm. depends on the situation, but damn. Um, Seamus and, and Drew really tore it up and they went on for a while, a good, what, like 30 minutes with commercials, probably a good 30 minutes with commercials. And it was back and forth. And basically both guys got their shit in. Um, the match ended a little clunky. The Claymore wasn't as clean as we wanted it. I thought it looked more like a brogue kick. I thought that exactly. McIntyre was attempting a brogue. So yeah, definitely mm-hmm. not crystal clear and very crisp and clean. But okay. Yeah, it was a it was a brawl and I loved it. I loved the uh, certain spots were hit, like Seamus got the uh the ten uh ball, whatever, the belfry, the punches to mm-hmm, the chest. Mm-hmm. Drew delivered those. I love that Seamus. I like how he doesn't do the the bro kick off the rip and we he sets it up like and it's a nice pump kick, like yep. a pump knee. Yep. Love that. It was a brawl, it was a fight, it was two dudes who wanted to beat the shit out of each other and there was no title involved. Nope. Love the match. The right guy went over. Yep. I want to see this again in some type of form, or you could insert them into the title picture, which we are definitely going to get into later. I, I want to see this fight at Fastlane again. I want to see yeah. it commercial free. Yeah. Um, I also like McIntyre hit Sheamus's white noise off the second rope. I forgot about that spot. Uh, just he totally did. <laughs> amazing spot, guys. I mean, I, I wish we had more time to talk about Raw, but we don't amazing amazing spot probably in my opinion uh definitely the match of the night um, on raw and and i'd have to say probably one of the better matches i've seen in a very long time and it was two big guys doing big guy shit which i love because i know i know that big guys can do young buck style stuff now look at what keith lee does i just like big guys 
being big guys. And that's what we mm-hmm. got. And they went hard. And, you know, Seamus looked like he had been through a fight at the end. You never see his hair that out of place. Wade, let's let's get into it. Oh, yeah. The best, the best thing I've seen on Raw in a long time that wasn't wrestling was Miz being the chicken shit heel for two whole segments prior to the end. When the bell rang and he was finally, when Miz was finally in the ring for the second time and the bell rang mm-hmm. and he grabbed the belt and skedaddled like the roadrunner in the 1970s cartoons, 1960s cartoons, my wife and I laughed our asses off. It was one of the best builds WWE has pulled off in a long time. And it all happened in one or two nights, depending on how you look at it. Wade, how did you feel about the buildup before we even get to the main shot? The buildup was fantastic. I loved how Miz played. Uh, he had a stomach bug and oh. he was, it was nerves and he couldn't do it. Classic heel one-on-one. Number two, you're going to get into the run. I thought Mon- Monty Python off the rip. Oh. Why can't more chicken shit heels do that? That is the perfect way to keep your title. If, if that if that isn't a move somebody like an Eddie Guerrero would pull off or something <laughs> yep. like that, I'd be totally fine with it. I loved it, though. It was so, so great. Why can't heels be more like this, especially the chicken shit ones? Yep. And he he didn't get himself disqualified. He just He just took the belt and was like, I'm gone. That's it. Beautiful, beautiful, well-played segment with every character that was involved in, the, in it. Yeah, absolutely. MVP losing his mind at the end, including in the backstage. Uh, Bobby Lashley's facials, he looked angry and confused at the same time. I continue mm-hmm. to say this. We're getting the best Bobby Lashley we've ever gotten. And now, let's get... Oh, this is the best Bobby Lashley we've had in WWE, period. This is the mm-hmm. best Bobby Lashley, in my opinion, since he was TNA champion. Exactly. Thank you. When he was uh, when he was Thanos and just had all the titles at one time. Damn straight. And and you know where 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 wearing the different hats and doing shit outside and just picking fights with people. But let's get to our main event. Our main event was a screw you, Miz lumberjack match. Screw you, Miz. <laughs> it finally made sense. The lumberjack match finally made sense because Miz absconded with the title prior to this. Mm-hmm. They told a story. They told the story well, and they put a cap on it. They being WWE put a cap on it. That made sense. Mm -hmm. The Miz and Bobby Lashley squared off in a ring together. And when I took a look at the clock, I said, oh, this is going to be something interesting. There's not enough time. What's going to happen here? The bell rang and I got what I've been asking for, for a very long time. Wade, why don't you fill everybody in if they didn't see on what the ending of our night was and how you felt about that situation? Well, let's just let's just uh, start it off right. Um, Miz put some great chicken hit shit heel moves again. He tried to run. He bargained. He pleaded. He even told the lumberjacks in the match, "I'll give you a title shot if you just hit me. Like hit me, hit me, please hit me. Like get me disqualified. I, you know, I'll take the loss. It doesn't matter." He even one of the funniest parts of that entire match was him clinging to the ring post, wrapping his feet around so he couldn't get knocked off in that match and um we finally saw him try to stand up to lashley he didn't he mush him he mushed lashley and that just set lashley yep. off and lashley commenced to give one of the most sound ass whoopings i've ever <laughs> seen 
<laughs> I've ever seen on, on in wrestling. Thanks. It was a very sound, very quick ass whooping. And it led to what 16 years he's been waiting. And mm. again, this is the best Bobby Lashley we have ever gotten. He is the third African-American male to win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. So Bobby Lashley is officially the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Soundly with a hurt lock, mind you. He didn't yep. pin him because nope. he hit him with the didn't he hit him with the dominator and was like, nah, hell no, and mm -hmm. continued to beat the bricks off of him. And then he hit the hurt lock. And, and the discussion. He put it on twice. He put it on after the win. Just, yep. just and for Haas. Yep, to hold um, it. I, I'm I'm telling you, I love this Bobby Lashley. I love Bobby Lashley in the hurt business. I like the mic skills that MVP brings to Bobby. Bobby Lashley is okay on the mic. He's decent mm -hmm. on the mic. Yeah, he's, he's decent. Not, he is not fantastic on the mic. Mm -hmm. I also like the fact of a stable. We've talked about this for a long time. And we even talked about this. I think this, you and I did this way back when. I'm not sure if Bones was there or not. But we talked about wanting to see the hurt business with all the gold. Yep. And you know what? I like it. I was very happy with Bobby Lashley as the U.S. champion. I think he mm -hmm. brought some prestige back to it. Mm -hmm. uh, again, a little sidebar. Um, there was no U.S. championship title defense this week. Riddle teamed with Lucha House Party in a winning effort. Uh, Six-man tag situation. Good stuff. We'll get into that if we need to. But Bobby Lashley as the champion with MVP as an out-of-commission mouthpiece right now and the hurt business of Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander as your tag mm -hmm. champs. This is something that, in my opinion, needs to last through Mania, not Agreed. through Mania. I want to see Bobby Lashley go there. I want to see Bobby Lashley give Drew McIntyre his rematch shot, and mm -hmm. I want to see Bobby Lashley retain. This Agreed. is a title that needs to be held for a significant amount of time until somebody worthy to dethrone Bobby Lashley or crafty enough to dethrone Bobby Lashley comes through. Ooh. If he you, fights, you give me an idea. You give if me an he idea. fights another sneaky heel and loses in a shitty way, I'll be okay with this as long as it's down the road. Mm -hmm. I want to give props to Miz. He carried that title perfectly. Yep. Be it for eight days. I mean, you can't, you can't have Drew lose to mm -hmm. Lashley that way. Nope. You, you can't. There, everything was perfect. And in my opinion, Miz deserved a second title run. Be it only mm -hmm. a week, he still deserved it. He got it. And I think the belt is on the right man. WWE Monday Night Raw, in my opinion, is looking brighter as we move towards Mania. And that's all you can ask for. Mm -hmm. Agreed. You couldn't ask for more. Bobby Lashley is going to be a very credible champion. And listen, let, let me say this now. I don't know if you caught it, Maddie, but on the internet, on the on the on the Twitters, you know, people are already saying, oh, it's great that Bobby Lashley won. But, you know, Brock Lesnar's right there. No, we don't need to rush that. No, let Bobby Lashley have his moment. He just got the title. Hell, if he defends it at fast lane, let him have, let him get a win, a win, and then carry it through Mania. I would, I would like to see Bobby Lashley probably keep the title until SummerSlam. SummerSlam is what I was going to say. I'm SummerSlam would be a good way to for him to lose the title. You give him a solid reign. That's a good. He won it. If he won it in March. He would lose it in August. Solid reign. Get just give him. 
credible opponents and you have the talent on the roster now to do so. Oh, he yeah. Said it. He's gone on record since he's won the title who he would like to defend that title against. And it's a who's who on Raw. Absolutely. So give give me what I want. Let Bobby Lashley have a nice little reign. Hell, don't have the Hurt Business lose any of their titles until nope. around SummerSlam. I would keep the Hurt Business with the gold up until Survivors. I mean, up until SummerSlam. Yeah, keep keep the keep the hurt business in business. To be mm-hmm. perfectly honest, this is an unpopular opinion on this show because you guys are you guys did you 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 guys are belt flights. But I would even let Bobby Lashley keep the title through SummerSlam. I just wow, he's a dominating force. If you look mm-hmm. at him, he physically looks better than everybody on the roster. Look, na- name name another guy that's as physically fit and imposing as Bobby Lashley. On on Raw, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Cesaro maybe is fit, but not as yeah. big. Yeah, uh, Braun, Braun is Braun's is as big, big, but he does not look like Lashley. And nope. Lashley looks like a killer. Lashley is the man. He is a believable. He is a believable champion to me. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm a bit sizest. I understand that. I come from the land of. Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. Like I said, I'm turning 40 this year. I like big guys doing big guy shit. I always agree. I have no problem with Darby Allens having the belt or, you know, what have you. But I I look at a Rich Swan versus a Moose, which we're going to talk about in a minute. And to me, Moose is the champion just by Mm -hmm. looking at him. So kudos, WWE. I think you had an outstanding week. Overall, I got to give Raw a thumbs up, even with Mm -hmm. the lows, which were pretty low. You had three or four really good matches mm-hmm. and a fantastic finish and a fantastic finish on a Monday Night Raw. They could have given Bobby Lashley the title at Fastlane and made that pay-per-view something, but they didn't. You now have to tune into Raw every week because your world title could change hands. Yep, it could every week. And I, there's some dream matches I want now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save one for the back burner it's uh another Haas fight and and when that person returns you already know where i'm going with this oh yeah just let them go let them boys go let them go mm-hmm. and i'm just gonna be like yep give it to me <laughs> damn straight all right let's go let's move along to impact again we mentioned impact starting off with a bang this week Impact Wrestling had their X Division three-way for the number one contendership. It entailed Black Tarus, Chris Bay, and Ace Austin. They were the winning team mm-hmm. from the previous week's six-man tag match. The stipulation was the winning team then wrestles each other to become the number one contender. Uh, Black Tarus is quickly becoming a fan of mine. I've seen him here and there prior to coming into Impact. However, you got to love a big Lucha. I like a good character, and I think he fits in with the K very well. It's mm-hmm. an interesting thing. Um, I don't know too much about his English, but if there is a language barrier, it is a great place because Rosemary is cutting promos like it's her fucking job, mm-hmm. and he is an imposing figure with probably the most terrifying Lucha mask out there. Agreed. It's it's terrifying. Um Again, Black Taurus is going to be great. He's a nice, uh, I used to say, oh, he's just the Abyss villain, you know, because Abyss is doing other stuff now. Yep. But um, again, I enjoyed Black Taurus. Um, The match itself, can we just talk about the match now? Oh, please. Okay. Um, 
again, everybody got their stuff in. Yep. I was very surprised with who got the win because as much as we love impact, there's some weirdness to it. What happened to Josh Alexander's title shot? And I guess since Ace Austin won the X Cup, does that like he's automatic automatically should be number one contender too? So why is he even having the fight for this? It's very um, weird. It's very I, weird I believe, placing. I believe that they uh, mentioned that the X Cup number one contender would come down the road. Josh Alexander got his number one contendership and used it the very next week. He used it that week in the opening match. So that's a, that's a goner. Um, yes, it, it is a bit confusing, but mm-hmm. we always talk impact juggles an awful lot of balls and, and every now they and do. again, they might get crossed, but we got an excellent match where, you know, through the help of Madman Fulton, which is mm-hmm. what a heel should be doing. Ace Austin gets the win. Um, Black Tarus was the muscle. Yes. And then there was a good long period where after he, like you said, got his shit in, he stepped out of the ring and took a breath. And Chris Bay and Ace Austin put on a clinic for, I don't know, a good three or four minutes. Yep. It was, it was about a good four minutes. And I actually thought that Chris Bay was going to be the one to steal it. But again, I love the fact that Ace Austin is pulling one of my favorite little, little, uh, you know, wrestling moves is, uh, the big, you know, with uh, the the small guy with the heavy, yeah, yep. it's a great, it's a great thing. It's, it's HBK and Diesel all over and again. There for it me. is. Yep. It's and he is he is so Sean Michael HBKing it right now for me. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. He is on a roll. That guy is money. If he's right, he's going to be, and I'm gonna say it now. He's going to be the youngest uh, TNA. And, and well, I'm sorry. Wow, TNA. I dated myself a little bit impact world champion and he's gonna be that guy that wins the title by hooker crook because Mm -hmm. we're talking about moose being great but let's not talk about let's not forget ace austin was amazing in 2020 and is carrying it over into 2021 so kudos to him and chris bay chris bay eventually will be x division champion again but right now you got to give it to that guy who's the hottest in that division and ace austin is the hot guy in that division and and there, there's nothing wrong with that. So Ace Austin has an upcoming X Division Championship match with TJP, and you want to talk about you want to talk about great, you know, steel sharpening steel. I think that's going to be an amazing match between those two. Uh, also, you had mentioned having the heavy. I can't wait when Madman Fulton finally turns on Ace Austin to become mm-hmm. his own man. That's going to be an excellent story too. You know, mm-hmm. if Baze Austin continues on this path, he's going to become a made man. And when Madman Fulton snaps and takes out a made man, that really helps put the rocket on his back as well. So this is a story that's going to continue to grow. The X Division, in my opinion, is one of the best things in all of wrestling. Agreed. Uh, kind of always has been. It got put on the map by, you know, I, I mean, it's been around a lot longer. But in my opinion, it kind of got put on the map by your Frankie Kazarians, your AJ Styles your motor city machine guns pre motor city machine guns mm-hmm. uh you know th- there's there's an awful lot of talent generation me better known as the young bucks now mm-hmm. buying for that title and some guys have been around for a while and some guys are the future and i think some guys are going to grow into this role so much that they might exceed their roles in impact and we could see a josh alexander in an nxt we could mm-hmm. see, you know, some some defection coming from these guys. I, I like that 
they're they're putting a hell of a spotlight on their mid card it's it's what we want from wwe and to be perfectly honest with the job they're doing with the big belts over on impact the fact that they're putting this much shine on their mid card belt is amazing as well um we did have a match uh dashwood versus havoc uh tenille dashwood won uh yeah it was okay i I don't know if we really need to go there the storyline is going to continue with nevaeh um I think Tennille was just, I, I think that it's just a vehicle for the split up of Havoc and Nevea. Nothing mm-hmm. we really need to discuss because we did have another in-ring, I don't want to say debut because they debuted the week before, but another in-ring performance by Finjuice. Um, eight-man tag, we had the Good Brothers and Finjuice versus Triple XL. And one of my favorite returns, I say this every week, but man, do I love Reno Scum. And, and when Luster the Legend is in the ring and he's not the biggest man by a long shot, you know you got some hosses in that ring. Oh, definitely. It, it was a pretty good match. Obviously, we knew that Finn Juice and the Good Brothers were going to win this match because we have to continue this feud. Also, you're not going to have Finn Juice come in and take an L, and you're not going to have somebody pin your tag team champions. Uh, the story was good. I dug it. The match was fine. Uh, I saw some mixed reviews on the internet. Some people liked it. Some people didn't. But for the sake of furthering this story, I, I thought it was a W, Wade. Did, did you have any anything you want to add to that? Or was it a nice, neat wrap-up for you? It was nice. It was neat. You put a nice little bow on it. A solid paint-by-numbers tag match. The right team went over as usual. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think we're good there. Un- unfortunately, the match wasn't outstanding. Nothing more than what we said really needs to be said. Uh, we moved on to an Eddie Edwards versus Brian Myers match, which had, I, I love the phrase always ready for Matt Cardona as the referee, because did mm-hmm. you see him? His teeth are so white. His tan is so brown. His hair is so spiky. His beard is so dyed and mm-hmm. he is so slapped up. He is the epitome of an old school brother, you know, just, hair's got to look good tan's got to look good bod's got to look good um mm-hmm. the match the match was great brian, brian myers is a pretty good wrestler obviously the most professional which is very funny the gimmick is going well and eddie edwards is we say he's teflon all the time but i'm gonna i'm gonna give him what you gave me i think eddie edwards is gold every mm-hmm. time he steps in the ring it starts in an a and can only go down from there he's earned that respect he doesn't have to show me anything um unfortunately the match wasn't about the match the match was about brian myers and matt cardona yes uh again furthering story and i'm okay with that we got some wrestling and we got some story wade where where do you stand with it uh it was cool again eddie edwards does what he does best he helps Mm -hmm. he's helping the company he's helping the talent he's helping move a storyline where he doesn't necessarily really need to be involved in he just plays a small part in it yep for a bigger picture so I'm cool with it. It eventually is going to lead to Cardona versus Myers, which we've made jokes about it before. Like, guys, we know your best friend. You do a wrestling figure podcast together. Cut it out. Like, we know already. So this is only leading to something that's going to be a very interesting feud. And you could play into it as long as you want. You could even have these two feud for a little bit, take a break, and come back to it. You can always revisit this at some point, And yep. eventually it'll lead to them becoming probably a tag team and going after those Impact tag titles. Which, which I would love to see ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we, we know the story. This is something that's got legs. That's a phrase we haven't used in a while, Wade. I completely agree with you. And I like the fact that Impact uses its talent instead of just something stupid. They put an Eddie Edwards in there, got mm-hmm. a halfway decent match before just a crazy DQ finish where, mm-hmm. where, where Matt Cardona just said, look, I told you I was going to call it down the middle. You did it right in front of my face. You didn't even try to hide. Um, mm-hmm. Good storytelling. Okay, match. I was a bit taken back, though. We were supposed to have Deanna Perrazzo and Jordan Grace. Uh, they end up turning it into a triple threat match, which to me means only one thing can happen. You know, you, you've got one person that can't lose, technically speaking. They brought in a Kiara Hogan to what, in my opinion, was going to be the match of the night. And mm-hmm. I got to tell you, she was a high point in there. I don't think she detracted from the match at all. I think personally, I'd have to say it was the match of the evening on impact. Um, Wade, you are the women's wrestling aficionado. Uh, I know how you feel about Deanna Perazzo. Uh, I know how you feel about Kiara Hogan. And we all know you are a diehard fan of the Jordan grace. I'm going to turn my mic off and let you roll brother, because I know that you and I are on the same page when it comes to this match. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this match itself, three women, three top stars in Impact tore it down for a main event. You had Jordan Grace, who was repping her team. You had Deanna out there, the champion, which again, Deanna and Jordan in a match together, no wrong. And then you throw in Tasha Steeles, who is an up and comer. I've seen her in the indies. I've seen her for a while. She has been proving herself every single time she steps out into that ring hands down, a match that delivered. But I want to talk about one spot that I even got a a retweet and a little bit of a comment from. Can we talk about Jordan Grace hitting the Chaos Theory move? Can we talk about that for a second? Please do. Come on, bro. All right, so Chaos Theory is one of my favorite moves. It's one of, it's besides the... uh, I'm a purist here, and I know you're a big Bret Hart fan, so I'm going to say I'm a huge fan of a Russian leg sweep. You want me to pop at a show? Give me a Russian leg sweep. I will lose my mind. Uh, I, I, will, I will scream Russian leg sweep. I feel the same way about the, the sweep. Of my I, lung. I love a Samoan drop. I'm with you. Some of, the, some of those mm-hmm. old-school hardcores are the best moves. And they're great. But let's talk about the chaos theory. It's a move we've seen Chad Gable do numerous times. I didn't know Jordan could do it. And I'm a big fan of hers. I've seen a lot of her matches. I've watched, I've been there, blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm, I'm gushing. But, the mat, but the, as good as the match was, this was my highlight of the match. The chaos theory, for those who don't know what it is, is a beautiful rolling German suplex. You start with, you grab the person, you get a running start, grab them, flip them over, and turn it into a, a German where you can either bridge or just let go. I think she she hit it on Tasha, correct? It was on Tasha or was it on Deanna? It was on Kiara. I, one or the other. Oh, it was on Kiara. Oh, it was on Kiara. But that was that was a beautiful spot. Oh my god, that match was so good. Yeah, I, I thought it was the right just person went over. You further you further the storyline. Yeah, it, it's one of those beautiful moments where everybody played their part, and again, you are leading this up to something else, and the surprise of the whole thing. Oh. It was a, oh, oh, he's trying to see, look, he showed it to me on, he showed it to me while recording. You can't do that. Don't <laughs> do that. Don't I, I want you to pop. I want you to pop. Oh, yes. Chaos theory. 
I'm now ah, I kind of see chaos theory. Um, the right person went over with Deanna getting the dub. And after that, and here's a surprise because again, Impact does what we want them to do and they do this greatly. You are now setting up another championship feud. You had ODB run high ass out there and beat the bricks off of Deanna, setting up for sacrifice. And we're going to have Deanna versus ODB for the Impact uh, Knockouts Championship. I love the match. Thumbs up for me. My women's match of the week right now. Mic drop. I'm going to have to agree as far as women's match of the week. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, Because we're going to move into NXT. And I got to tell you, the women's match that I was really looking forward to was a giant now i know i know you guys are nxt through and through you and bones Mm -hmm. excuse me i i know that you're a women's wrestling aficionado um i think nxt shit the bed this week with what i saw uh they shit the bed but maddie Mm -hmm. maddie i got a little highlight for you brother okay a little highlight for you i got a little something's gonna make you feel a little better make put your mind at ease okay I, I I got something that's gonna put a little little salt in you. You know, you, you don't want to season your steak too much. Put a little no, salt, a little pepper, a little, little salt, know? little salt. That's it. Little salt, little salt. Let's get into it. Okay. Yeah, let's get. Overall, the match was okay. Raquel Dud did what Raquel does. She beasted it, killed yep. it. Dakota did her thing, and she played up the knee injury. I to the point which, where I thought she was legit hurt, which was good. Which especially after the stretch mufflers, we're talking about the women's, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the WWE Women's Tag Team Champion match: Raquel Gonzalez yes. and Dakota Kai versus Nia Jax and mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler. Uh, uh, definitely mm-hmm. something we were looking forward to. Sorry, wait, keep going. Yes, we were gushing. We were gushing, and uh, overall a solid match. Uh, there was a point in the match where Dakota made the hot tag to Raquel. Raquel was a legal person. She accidentally, there was a nice little ref bump spot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she took out Naya. And here's where the, again, explicit tag will be used. The fuckery kicked off. (laughs) (laughs) The fuckery. The pure, unadulterated fuckery kicked off. Um, Adam Pierce comes running down like a fucking goon. What a weird run. What a weird run. You run like a fucking goon. Like he's like, no, he ran like, uh, I don't know if you remember the promo where Arnett, where uh, Magnum TA cut a weird promo about two men getting on top of each other. And we're going to fight like men. Arnett Anderson ran in like he looked like he shit his pants. That's how Adam <laughs> Pierce ran. Like he shit his pants. I don't say you're the promo yeah. in general. It's, it's, it's hilarious. But um, he comes down and sends out another ref. Shayna puts Dakota back in the coquina clutch. And they say that the match is over. Mm-hmm. This led to a lot of fuckery. A lot of people were upset about it. The internet was furious about it. I was furious about it because it spoils my plan, my ultimate plan for what would happen later down the road at Fastlane. But let's get into what happened afterwards. There was a very heated debate between Pierce and and Regal. Because you know William Regal. He's old school. He don't play that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. He's not taking he, it. He ain't taking that. So... Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell caught, caught up with him and basically told him, hey, what's going on? I saw you having a heated debate with um, with uh, Pierce. And he's like, well, concerning the women's title match, I have a huge announcement that's going to shake up the women's ro- the women for NXT next week. Now, I don't know if you saw it, but there's a picture in the background where Regal was standing. 
No, I, I, I didn't. I missed a good portion of. of I'm going to uh, pull up the picture right now, and I'm going to show Maddie because I want his genuine reaction as I talk to him about this mm. because it had me, it had me uh, screaming to the point where I was cheesing, I was smiling, I was legit happy. I could not believe. And you know what the thing is, we like finding little Easter eggs and things, and we like, we like figuring out things on our own. So, uh, or figuring out spots. Okay. Maddie, I want you to take a look at this picture and please look at what William Regal is in front of. <gasps> Ooh, he's in front of the women's, ev the evolution pay-per-view um, poster. Now, Maddie, it was recently brought to our attention that NXT TakeOver will be happening the day WrestleMania weekend on the 9th, which is a Thursday. So that means NXT TakeOver will be on a Thursday, not on this typical Saturday. Mm. Uh, he said he has a announcement that's going to shake up the women's roster in NXT. What do you think that means? Oh, if we can get a Mania Weekend Evolution 2, I'm all in. No pun intended. All in. I am all in. I am down for it. I am completely with it. If you want to do it and make it NXT TakeOver exclusive, that is perfectly fine. It gives all your women something to do. Now, I want to bring up another point because, again, my girlfriend, beautiful person, intelligent. What if we finally get, and I know you're not a big fan of this, a secondary women's title announced? I think that NXT, more than any other promotion, needs it. They've got such a stacked roster. Their talent is so hot from top to bottom. And mm -hmm. they've got so many women on that roster. NXT alone probably has the same amount of women as Monday Night Raw. And they've only got two hours. I think a secondary title would be a great thing. If mm -hmm. they don't bring in... Now, I'm, I'm not a fan of more titles, more titles, more titles. But that's when we're talking about a very diluted pool. Mm -hmm. When you've got somebody who's going to keep a title as long as an Io Shirai has, mm -hmm. when you've got somebody who is going to keep a title as long as, oh God, who, um, who's the longest running, longest reigning NXT women's champion? Longest reigning Asuka. It was Asuka? It okay. was Asuka. When you've got somebody the level of Asuka that's going to keep the title that long, the level of talent that's beneath that you can only have so many people in the title hunt. I think NXT needs a women's secondary title. However, at the same time, if it is a women's only pay-per-view, I want to see that cross-brand women's tag title defended mm -hmm. there as well. If they're not going to incorporate that women's tag title in WrestleMania weekend, which first of all, I think they should do both. Mm -hmm. Women's tag title gets defended if there is an evolution too. And then they can defend it again at Mania. Ah, the sweeter. The, oh, adding to the pot. Okay, I get it. Keep keep it going. Because, mm -hmm. you know, NXT is TakeOver. So if mm -hmm. it's going to be TakeOver Revolution, I'm okay with that. That's mm -hmm. very cool. Evolution. I said Revolution. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. However, I think bringing that belt in is a, 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 a must, especially considering how dominant Raquel has been mm -hmm. and the shenanigans that incurred. Or occurred, mm -hmm. incurred, incurred, whichever. So, there so was curds involved. Lots of curds. A little bit of wet. Yeah, yeah. Little, it was all curdy. Um, curdy. Again, I, I was pretty unhappy about that. I, I, we all know how I feel about Shayna and Nia's tag team champs, and how I feel about Raquel. I am also not a Dakota Kai fan, and no, she I know you're not. Sold 
wonderfully. She was spectacular in the match, you know, throwing her knees, throwing some kicks, but just she, she sold out. She was the fantastic. She got so much heat on her. It wasn't even funny. That hot tag was a true hot tag. It was a Mm -hmm. good old school match. I don't know who put that match together, but it had a lot of old school feeling it. And Mm -hmm. then there was just Naya lumbering around again. Her, her limitations really show when you put her in the ring with somebody that's as big as Raquel Gonzalez, who's Mm -hmm. as actually taller than Shayna. I'm sorry. Yeah, she is taller than Naya, but not as thick, but she threw a beautiful drop kick to start her hot tag. Yes. Raquel has a beautiful drop kick. I'm going to say that now. Raquel Gonzalez has a beautiful drop kick. It is not rivaled in NXT. There is no one on that roster that can touch Raquel Gonzalez's drop kick. That's not on NXT. And and there you go. It just shows that Nia being the size of Nia for the sake of Nia. I'm gonna get yelled at. Yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting for. Guys, make sure you ta- bust in. <laughs> make sure you tag Beetle Jess and the Scream Queens when you get a good <laughs> chuckle out of Wade later. Yeah, make sure you tag her in this and say, "Oh, well, Wade said." <laughs> um, again, I could talk about this match all day long, but we do have quite a bit of other greatness that happened. Yes. The show opened up with uh, Danny Burch and Loni Orkin. Oni mm-hmm. Lorkin, I switched those letters. Bones usually does that. Uh, versus <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher, and I gotta say, the right team won. Definitely. However. I was a big fan of the tag team spots that Ciampa and Thatcher put together. Uh, They are a terrifying team. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I like the fact that they've got something to do. They're two very important people, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. It was a great match, as far as I'm concerned. Um, And and again, I I just, I I like, I'm a big Timothy Thatcher fan, have been uh, since the original fight pit. I think that was really my big eye-opening moment. Um, you know, we all love Ciampa. It was a great way to do it. We had to have a little swerve. MSK is going to be out for a few weeks. Wesley has legitimately broken his hand. So um, the storyline that we saw last week with him getting his hand stomped out in the chair was storyline to actually cover up a legitimate injury. So please get well soon, Wesley. That number one contendership is going to be waiting for MSK Mm -hmm. when they return. And you know it would be awesome? Mania weekend. Yes. Uh, Mania weekend, I would love to see MSK get those tag. We here at New Normal Wrestling would love to see MSK win those tag titles. Just saying. Yeah, big big fan of everything going on. Uh, that was the Rascals. I, I like, I like what they're doing the whole way around, you know. And I even referred to him as Wesley. Which, how long did it take me to call Damian Priest Damian Priest? But months. I, really, I, I really, I really dig this this uh, uh, um, the run he's on now. We mm-hmm. got a good we got a good promo started by Roderick Strong. I, I like the fact that uh, everybody in UE is really becoming their own man. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel bad for Bobby fish right now. Uh, he's going to have a lot, a lot of ground to make up when he comes back. Uh, Adam Cole is perennially perennially in the title picture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I feel that, um, you know, if you weren't familiar with Roddy from uh, ring of honor, you know, he kind of played second fiddle in NXT for a while. And I, I like that he's having kind of a renaissance now. And same thing mm-hmm. with Kyle O'Reilly. Um, again, 
these are all main event guys. These are all guys that I could see going up against a Gargano for having gold. They could form a team, the two of them, and take on an MSK, or they could be in the ring with a Finn Balor. Uh, Finn came out and said, you're never going to get Adam Cole to show up. Mm-hmm. This is what he wants. So we got an Adam Cole-Finn Balor match set for next week. However, we got a Finn Balor and Roderick Strong match this week. I, I missed it. Wade, do, do you want to talk about the fallout from that promo for us? Uh, sure. Um, the match itself was very good. Roddy had a nice little showing out party. Uh, I've always been a Roderick Strong fan from Ring of Honor up into NXT. Even when he joined the era, it was a great look for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Finn Balor got the win with a 19-16 and... It led to a very interesting, and there was aftermath after. They didn't show it on camera. They okay. showed it after the cameras went off, and I saw it on YouTube this morning. Um, Adam Cole comes out and stares Finn down and basically says, boom, it's my time now. Like, that's how the show ended. Then there was a confrontation where they got in the, where Cole got in the ring. They were mouthing off to each other. They are about to go at it, and the referees got involved. But, again, you are setting up a very great storyline between two members of the bullet club and this is this is long-term storytelling again Mm -hmm. because you remember during the summer there was a fatal four-way iron man match and the final two men were adam cole and finn balor leading to a match on super tuesday where adam cole dropped the belt dropped well lost the match to finn balor setting up Finn Balor versus Adam Cole, two. Two. Can't wait. Uh, I, I'm, I, I'm really, I'm really thinking somebody's gonna make their return and ruin this for Adam, or you're setting up Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly for the NXT Championship. And, and I, I like the fact that we've got a carrying cross on the back burner still. Yep, we do. Uh, they're doing a good job of building up a Bronson Reed who had a match versus Cameron Grimes. Uh, Cameron Grimes has been pretty high profile since he came back. Uh, I don't think we really need to speak about that match. Uh, uh, Cameron Grimes defeats Bronson Reed, but I like I like this new Bronson Reed. The mm-hmm. thing that I want to talk about real fast is um, LA Knight came in and cut an amazing promo. Um, he's an old Bolden. school He's an old school guy to me. He's good on the mic. He, he's a body guy. He can go. Uh, I, I hate the name. I despise the name. I, I wish they had kept him as Eli Drake, but it's one of those things I'm going to have to get over. I'm super happy he is back on television. And speaking of television, Wade, you had mentioned to me that it looks like there's an outside possibility that NXT can't beat up on AEW. They lose every week. So they're going to go pick on AEW's little brother and move to Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's still rumor right now. Have, have you gotten any more confirmation on that since we last talked? Well, the confirmation is we will be getting a very uh, interesting uh, little setup towards it. And NXT will be moving from two, from Wednesday nights to Tuesday nights the week after Mania. Yeah, yeah. The 14th, I think, was the day. 13th. 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 Yeah. 13th. Uh, I'm kind of upset about that. And I've got to say that NXT is going to be DVR'd for me again because of the Twitch Impact. scenario. Mm-hmm. Impact is much what must watch TV to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the wrestling is very good, but they are the best storytellers going right Agreed. now. Their their video packages, their vignettes, their their behind the scenes are must watch. 
it is soap opera at its finest and then violence in between um, <laughs> that's really all i need to recap i mean brazongo and ever rise didn't really get started because of legato del fantasma is, is there anything you want to touch on with that or how could you forget one of the greatest segments in nxt history sir i am very disappointed in you where, where did i what did i skip? the way oh my god well, you know why? <laughs> because I didn't get to see all of it yet. I've only... Oh, man. Oh, wait, man. Wait, fill us in. Fill us in. Okay. Spoil it for all me. Right. So, Austin Theory, as much as I'm not a huge fan of him for other reasons, was the MVP of this segment. Um, actually, the whole way in general was just great. So the way went to th- The way went to therapy to try to fix whatever was going on between Austin Theory and they kind of put Indy off to the side, even though Indy was writing her notebook, Little Hearts, <laughs> Indy Miss Indy Wrestling Loomis. And he's like, I get, Jody was great. Jody was like the angry parent. He was like, I gave you that name. I gave you that name for Christmas. You ruined Christmas. And fantastic. it got to the point where the therapist got pissed off and kicked Johnny out. And then Candace was there basically in soccer mom gear. And, um, was filling in Johnny was basically telling her like what to say, how to handle it, how to talk about it. Uh, until eventually the, the therapist kicked Indy and Candace out and had a one-on-one with Austin theory. Austin theory was basically sitting there playing stupid. He didn't know what was going on. He, he, and then uh, the therapist asked him about what happened with Dexter Loomis and so Austin Theory sits there and fun fact did not know Austin Theory has braces. So that even makes the segment a little bit more funnier that he has braces. Did not know how that was even going to, I don't know if you saw it, but Austin Theory has braces now from what I saw in the promo, he has braces, <laughs> full blown braces. I love it. So, so the therapist is sitting there with him and she's like, what happened with you and Dexter Loomis? He's like, uh, well, Dexter just left me in a room with the windows boarded up and gave me a lot of cereal. I ate a lot of cereal and I watched cartoons. And I said, so basically he kept you in quarantine for like a week. That's basically <laughs> what he did. And he's, so then the therapist says, I, I re, she's like, I really like him. He's a really great guy. And, you know, she's like, well, I have a note from, um, from Loomis. And he said, you're annoying. He can't stand you. He hates the way you dress. He thinks you're uh he thinks when you cut shirts and show off your midriff, it's terrible, blah, blah, blah. Austin Theory let out the most guttural cry I have ever seen and did the full-blown runoff to the point where he runs and cries in the Johnny's arms. <laughs> you have to say, it's one of the funniest things ever. I, I'm, I'm going to go back and watch it tonight. And John, and come to find out after they take Austin out, Johnny paid the therapist off. Ah, to turn them against Loom, to turn Loomis against them. I mean, turn uh, Austin against Loomis. Well, there's always that, a way with the way. There's always a way with the way, and that was my highlight of the uh, of NXT. If the women's tag match didn't go the fuck route, it did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I hate to do it again. We're 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 gonna move on. We're gonna kind of breeze through the the last part. And and I feel bad with the breeze. We're moving on to AEW Dynamite, and they did one hell of a job definitely did their go home show they've got their pay-per-view revolution coming up this weekend uh they're having a sunday pay-per-view normally they have a saturday pay-per-view um 
I'm not sure. I think it's it, it's an MMA match or a boxing match or something. The cable companies were were none too happy with that. So so AEW said, hey, let's go ahead. Let's do a Sunday pay-per-view. So for those of you uh, looking for it on Fight TV on Saturday, make sure you check it out. Sunday night, uh, 7 o'clock, they're going to have the kickoff on YouTube. 8 o'clock, it's going to start. And I got to tell you, Dynamite started with a bang. Um we finally got to see Shaq in the ring. And man, I am telling you, it is funny when Shaq gets in the ring. You just, you forget just how big he is. Cause I mean, Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes is a big man. Cody Rhodes is a big man walking down the street, but Shaquille O'Neal is a big man everywhere he goes. And Jade Cargill looks like a million dollars. And I was impressed. She can wrestle. Um, in my opinion, it was a home run for red velvet. Good for mm-hmm. her. Looked mm-hmm. like she had some new ring gear. Looked like uh, she had gotten the red out of her hair. She threw some great moves. She took an ass beaten. She gave an ass beaten. Um, again, we mentioned at the top of the show that, that Wade, Wade, I'm sorry. Uh, JCB was going to interview Shaq afterwards, but Shaq got put through two tables. Uh, dos. Dos tablates. Mm-hmm. Dos Toblerones. And he was supposed to go to the hospital. I guess I guess uh, Bonesy got in the ambulance, so we haven't heard back from him yet. Wade, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I poo-pooed the Shaq thing quite a bit. I wasn't a so did I. build up. Uh, Cody got injured. Brandy got pregnant. I just thought this was doomed from the start. And I got to tell you, I got a text message from my buddy today. He's my, my friend Joe. He's the guy that got me back into wrestling. He's mm-hmm. not a big fan, but he was my former roommate. And when we lived together, Monday night football was a big deal for us. Uh, Monday night was roommate night because we both worked in the service industry. So we both worked Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, no matter what Sunday, most times when Monday night football went off the air, the following week was the return of Bret Hart to the WWE. And we started watching and we've been watching ever since, since then he has realized that my love for wrestling has grown to an insane level. And he started catching up on it a bit. And he texted me today and said, we need more Shaq in AEW and mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. I thought the match, the match was an A plus match based on what I thought going in. Was it an A plus match? No. No. You had a woman I've never seen wrestle before, and a guy who is past his prime as a professional athlete, who also was another sport completely. I thought the match was as good as it could have possibly been. Wade, what were your thoughts? The match was the match was solid. Uh, it very it exceeded my expectations. Can we please give a shout out to Shaq? No Shaq slander for the next ninety days because of the beautiful Brody Lee tribute he did in that match. Can we sure give him did. props for that? Absolutely. So salute to Shaq for that the beautiful power bomb. So the beautiful power bomb with the the little yeah you guys can't the, see the it. The mustache but, you know, twirl. The mustache twirl and yep. then the power bomb and Shaq proved that he can hang. So. Again, a solid match. The right people went over. Stars mm-hmm. were made. And let's just see what happens from here on out. Will these will these stories progress to where Jade gets to be in that championship picture now because of what's going on? As a red-blooded man, I want to see more of Jade. As a wrestling fan, I want to see more of Jade. I, I hope I hope we do get her in the mix. Um we had a, a, a showing from Pac and Ray Pack and Ray Phoenix. Uh, it was a squash match on purpose. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was a minute, maybe a minute and a half. I'm not sure. Um, you know, it, it, it set up, it set up the weekend. Good for them. They followed it up with the press conference, uh, MJF and Chris Jericho doing what they do best being heel asshole motherfuckers being, yep. being the worst. However, that being said, uh, we got to see a Conrad Thompson, uh, welcome Conrad, the, the pod father, um, the man whose podcast I listen to quite often. And also, I don't know if you remember or not, but he was the host of the original press conferences for AEW. Yes, he was. He was the creator and the event host of StarCast. Um, Con- Conrad Thompson was great to see. Uh, you can put Eric Bischoff on TV, and I will watch Eric Bischoff in any capacity. I don't care what it is. Um, I thought the press conference was awesome. It, it started off with some questions and some answers. Then it turned into MJF and Chris Jericho being heels. And then it Mm -hmm. turned into them talking so much shit that the bucks came out and it was melee and a half. Wade, what, what were your thoughts on the whole segment? I thought it was a very good segment. It set up the match perfectly. Um, This is a match that I really wasn't looking forward to, but I feel again, this is going to be a very solid build up to a good match and i already have my predictions for who's gonna win that match but i know we're gonna get into predictions later really fast we're gonna do a quick speed through yeah yeah we'll 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 break down we'll break down the matches uh at the end of this just rapid fire style moving along um i gotta say my surprise of the night was tully blanchard with ftr uh going up against jurassic express the match was better than i thought it was going to be um, JJ Dillon made a guest appearance, even, even through the shoe into the ring uh, as an outside foreign object. Uh, Tully did some real moves, took some mm-hmm. bumps and even faked uh, a tope suicida, if you will. I, 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 I laughed out loud. I thought it was great. Um, there's nothing that, um, Jurassic Express can't do. They are such a good dynamic between the speed, flexibility, and technical ability of Jungle Boy, the the size, the sheer size of um, Luchasaurus, who I'm a big fan of, and then you know the 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 comedy and the guy that can take an ass whipping and Marco Stunt. He he's definitely lowest on my totem pole, but he served a purpose in this match. FTR did some FTR shit, and Tully Blanchard looked like a million dollars and got the pin. Wade, your thoughts on the match? A great match. Telly Blanchard proved it, proved me wrong. It's funny. He's the only Blanchard that's allowed to wrestle in 2021. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but again, a solid match. I loved everybody played their role to the best of their abilities. Uh, FTR, I got to give you guys credit because I know you loved every single moment of it because you are huge fans of that old school. I love the J.J. Dillon part. I love that they came out with the old school belts. Exactly that part. And I want to talk about the end of that match. I loved loved how Arn came back out and threw up the four to let them know this is the four. And we also finally, finally, we got our question answered because we were like, what the hell does that mean? Sean Spears is officially down with the gang. What a great reveal at the end. Mm-hmm. Beautiful reveal. Beautiful reveal. Yeah, big, big fan the whole way around. They, they really built it up well. Very, very well built together. I loved it, hands down an awesome segment um you know we then move on to the women's world championship elimination eliminator tournament 
final finals. It was the woman from the U.S. who is from Mexico versus the woman from Japan. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, it, it was Nyla Rose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, and I have it written right here. I'm going to go back and edit that. Uh, we have Nyla <laughs> Rose versus Rio Mizunami. Um, I got to admit, I was kind of up in arms. I was a little disappointed. I think you were too, Wade, about mm-hmm. Nyla getting the dub. But then when I saw the outcome of this match where we needed somebody imposing to take a loss to Rio, I was fine with it. I think mm-hmm. it would that a, a loss of that caliber would have hurt a Tay Conti, would have mm-hmm. hurt, uh, um, you, you know, really anybody else, a Britt Baker. And Anna uh, Jay. I, I think, I think. I think Nyla Rose was the right winner of the women's U.S. bracket. Mm-hmm. I hate saying that. We're, we mentioned this before. It should have been AEW versus the world, not U.S. Have. Not U.S. versus Japan. But whatever. No, that, no. that's fine. Um, the match was a great match. Uh, I, I'm not super familiar with Rio Mizunami. Uh, Neither am I. I'm not very familiar either. Most of what I'm familiar with was watching the the previous matches. Um, an excellent match. Uh, I like the Japanese style. Uh, I feel that she did mug to the camera a little bit too much for Americans taste. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked at any of the fallout yet, but I'm willing to bet that people said, you know, she left Nyla Rose alone for too long for Nyla to not recover. But mm-hmm. the Japanese style is a lot more showmanship. Yes. It's going to be a very interesting match. And and here's my thing. I'll bring this up later, too. But I would be okay if she took the AEW women's title back to Japan for just a little bit. I think it would be interesting with all the cross-promotion happening. Mm, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But again, I don't see it. Yeah. It's yeah. just going to be a nice little match that is thrown in there for us to enjoy. It's going to be a very Japanese hard-hitting style match. Again, the I'm glad Nyla wasn't the winner of it overall because yep. she's done it already. Like we, it was cool. She should have been inaugural, but that's neither here nor there. Um, it is what it is. I'm very intrigued to see how Sheeta will go up against uh, her at Revolution this weekend. Yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting match. Again, you know, Styles make a fight. Uh, we move on then to Preston 10 Vance versus Max Caster. Uh, the winner is going on to the face of the revolution ladder match. The winner of that match this Sunday will get a number one contendership for the TNT title. It was an okay match. I don't have a lot to talk about here. Um, you know, Max Caster went over. Uh, I'm a fan of Max Caster. I like what um, they're doing as a tag team. Uh, the match itself was oh okay. There wasn't, you know, excellent chemistry, uh, but it'll be interesting to see Caster continue to, to help move up. Um, I like their tag team getting, getting a little extra shine on, on that tag team is going to be something that's nice. I just obviously feel as though he is a non-starter for the match. In my opinion, he is the first person in that match I know isn't going to win it. He's not. He's definitely not going to win it. 
it's very it's just a nice throw in to add somebody to the match to keep yeah. the match going because it's different you you like i like what ladder matches there's different elements different mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. to add to it and max caster did nothing wrong i would have had nope. bowens in but bones is currently injured from what's being reported he has a knee injury tony Khan put that out a couple of days ago yeah yeah which is a shame but like i said I'm, I'm glad that they're keeping um the acclaimed relevant you know he can't but Bowens can't go in the pay-per-view this weekend in they're having the, the casino tag team match. Uh, the acclaimed can't be a part of it because of Bowens injury. So let's keep one member of the acclaimed in the mm-hmm. mix somehow. I, I don't hate it, but you know, it was there. We did end up with a hell of a main event. In my opinion, uh, it turned out to be a lot better than I had thought. Uh, John Silver and Adam page versus Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn. I am not a big private party fan. Uh, I am starting to really get very over money, Matt Hardy. I know that the, he's got a big match with a big stipulation this weekend coming up. It was a high energy match. It was a tag team match. And, you know, uh, uh, Hangman had a hell of a run as a tag team champion already in AEW. Uh, Matt Hardy is synonymous with tag team wrestling. Mark Quinn is in a tag team now. He doesn't do much singles. And, John Silver came into the dark order with Reynolds as a tag team. So you got four tag team guys doing tag team shit. Um, I wish JR would say Johnny Hungy a little bit less. Johnny Hungy. But that's my only complaint with the match. Uh, I thought the snarky heel shit was good. I, I thought that John Silver hugging Adam Page when they almost hit the lariat on each other was a very funny spot. There was mm-hmm. some levity. It, it was a good way to close what was a great show. Um, that's about it for me, though. You know, no real highlight to talk about there. I did like that they ended on a tag team match. And then with the last few minutes left, all hell broke loose with every tag team coming out to just beat the shit out of each other because apparently the main event of this weekend's pay-per-view is going to be for the tag titles. And there is also the casino battle Royale for the tag teams. That's going to continue on the number one contender line. So I like that. They really put a bow on it. All the tag teams came out and, and uh, I don't know if you noticed, but pack and Ray Phoenix even got their music played before they came out. Mm-hmm. I did notice it. I'm very excited for this match. I have my pick and I have a dark horse pick as well, but I can't wait for the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal. So let's let's get into it. Coming up this Sunday night again on um, Fight TV. No, Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report and uh, I think regular pay-per-view. Uh, BR Live, not Bleacher Report. You can get uh, AEW's Revolution. They they Their TV shows are so good every week that when they do a pay-per-view, it's just mind-blowing for me. I know I'm a total mark for AEW, but I think that they put together some of the better shows top to bottom especially when it comes to pay-per-views, you know, it's, it's a wrestler run organization and they've got the pulse of at least fans like me. If you're not a fan of their style, obviously you're going to disagree with me. But uh, as of now, we've got um, nine matches that includes um, a women's tag team match that's happening on the uh, Mm pre-show that are really, I mean, rebel didn't fight in the women's tag eliminator. I'm sorry, in the women's title eliminator, but it's uh, it's Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Rebel versus uh, Riho and Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. Um, this match to me for the tag team is, first of all, I'm going to watch the pre-show. 
Thunder Rosa is one of my two favorite women in women's wrestling right now. Uh, I like her character. I like her moveset. I like her passion. I like everything about it. However, I think that Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel are going to win this match. Wade, what are your thoughts? I'm going to go with Rio and Thunder Rosa. Uh, Britt Baker can do no wrong with a win or a loss against her, and you could have Rebel take the pin. Rebel takes the pin. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'm, I'm glad we disagree on that. Uh, next, we have the Casino Tag Team Royale for a future AEW World Tag Team Championship match. The way they worded that leads me to believe it's not a true number one contender. It's just something they can cash in the poker chip later. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they've done before we have bear country which is bear boulder and bear bronson versus the yes. dark orders alex reynolds and john silver versus the dark orders evil uno and Stu grayson versus the inner circles santana and ortiz uh the butcher and the blade private party which is isaiah cassidy and mark quen top flight which is darius and dante martin the death triangle Pac and ray phoenix the varsity blondes Two of my favorites. I love these guys. <laughs> they they are part of the future of this company. Uh, Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. The Seidel brothers, who can just get thrown over the ropes first. Matt Seidel and Mike Seidel. Uh, SCU, which is Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels. Now, if they don't win this, is that going to determine their splitting up? They've been teasing it for a long time. If they don't take a pin, you know, we, we'll see what happens. This could be some storyline. Uh, the Natural Nightmares, Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. The Chaos Project, which is Luther and Serpentico. The Gun Club, Austin and Colton. Okay. With no Billy and a TBA. Mm. Do you have any insight to that TBA? No, I don't actually. I yeah. really don't have an insight to that TBA. Yeah, me neither. I think the TBA was supposed to be the um, acclaimed mm-hmm. spot. I think it was, too. I think it was, so, too. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, I would love to see a Sammy Guevara and someone come in and run house if and only if the Bucks lose later in the day. Uh, I don't really have a pick for this one. This one is too big. And, and the, the way tag team wrestling happens in AEW – um, I think that really anybody in here can get it. I think it all depends on who wins the main event. Do, do you have, do you have a pick? Do you have a, you said you have a pick and a dark horse lay them on me, baby. Yeah. My pick to win the whole match is uh silver and Reynolds. Okay. That is my pick. And my dark horse is Santana and Ortiz are in the match. Correct. Absolutely. They are my dark horse. See, I would love to see that, especially if MJF and Jericho do go over. Mm-hmm. I just that's that's just me. Coming up next, we've got Miro and Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford versus the best friends, Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. That is a standard tag team match, in my opinion. Miro has to show up and win this. Uh, Orange Cassidy loses nothing from taking a loss because of the run he's been on, and if Miro pins Chuck Taylor, um. I'm okay with it. So I'm I'm gonna go with Miro and Kip Sabian. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna go the same route. Miro and Kip Sabian. Uh Kenny Omega with Don Callis versus John Moxley in an exploding barbed wire death match for the AE dub dub championship. Uh Kenny Omega retains. Kenneth Jerome Omega will remain your AEW world heavyweight champion. Uh, I concur. I like what's going on now. These crossovers are great. Don Callis is killing it. And I like Moxley in the hunt. 
I like Moxley in the hunt. I'd like I'd like Moxley to lose in a shitty way again so he can continue to be in the title picture without taking a clean loss. Uh, we also have Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson versus Scorpio Sky versus Penta El Zeromero versus Lance Archer with Jake Roberts versus the newly crowned Max Caster that we found out about last night versus another TBA in the face of the Revolution ladder match for a future AEW TNT championship match. Who's your TBA? <laughs> I had to laugh a little evil about that, but I'm going to go a fan favorite of yours and mine. Uh, he's been crushing on the mic when he was part of uh, Impact Wrestling, and I feel it will be all ego Ethan Page. I would love it that mm -hmm. would be a true surprise that would be something fantastic that would be amazing um who do you have to win this bad boy all ego ethan page if it's him yeah, but he, if, he it's, if it's if it's if he shows up but if not i'm gonna go uh, wow i'm gonna have to go bold here and it's gonna be a very bold pick I'm going to go Scorpio Sky. I was just going to say, I want to see my man Scorp get it back. Mm -hmm. uh, I know he was dealing with injury, but he fell off the face of the planet with the exception of those super annoying podcast commercials during dark. Um, yeah, I, I think Scorpio's got all the tools to win this one. You know, Cody already had the title. I think Lance Archer needs to focus more on the big title uh, or even the FTR title. If he's going to be playing a face, I wouldn't mind seeing him start up something with Brian Cage. Um, <clears throat> following that, we have Adam Page versus Matt Hardy in a big money match. The winner receives the losers 2021 uh, first quarter earnings. I think it's pretty cut and dry. If it's a regular match, Adam Page wins. If there's shitty shenanigans, Matt Hardy wins. I think the story has run its course. I want to see Hangman win and move on. Yep. Hangman, Hangman gets the dub. Solid. Uh, we just talked about your champion, Hikaru Shida versus Ryo Mizunami for uh, the AEW Women's World Championship. Uh, I would be fine with, with Ryo taking it because it would be a very cool thing to have a floating belt with all these crossovers, but I think you and I agree uh, uh, Shida retains. Shida retains. Team Taz, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks with Taz by their side versus Dobby Allen and Sting in a street fight. I am looking forward to this. Sting has been kicking ass and taking names for the past couple of weeks, cutting great promos. And I have got to believe, I don't know. I don't know. What's your pick? Because in my mind, Sting deserves a W because he's Sting. But in my mind, Sting is such a professional that if a Ricky Starks or a Taz pin Sting, that makes them. Sting and Dobby. Sting and Dobby. You're, yeah. gonna have, you're not going to have Sting take a loss in his first match back you're not going to wwe him i feel like <laughs> he's wrong right the wrong and give him a win yeah plus brian cage has done diddly fuck and ricky starks is such a star he could in my opinion ricky starks is is like uh, um an eddie kingston he could lose every single match and i'm still gonna buy in and believe when he shows up so facts yeah i'm with you dobby and sting uh, the main event apparently is going to be for the AEW World Tag Team titles. We've got the Young Bucks, that's Matt and Nick Jackson, if you've been living under a rock, versus the Inner Circle, 
Chris Jericho and MJF with Wardlow by their side. I'm going to go first. I think I've gone first on quite a few of these. I'm going to throw it out there. This is unpopular. I'd love to see Jericho and MJF win this just for that Santana and Ortiz comeuppance. I think Matt and Nick, uh, I, I think they've built it up too much with the family, with the, you can hurt our friends, you can do whatever. Jericho has put everybody and their grandmother over for the past year. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the inner circle walks off with these titles. Agreed. Really? Not, I agree. MJF and Chris Jericho will be the new AEW World Tag Team Champions. You're keeping Chris Jericho relevant. You're low-key going to build him, and I feel this is going to happen, so quote me on this now. He will be the AEW first. He will be the first AEW Grand Slam champion. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised if Jericho finds a way to win the women's title. Yeah, he I'm would. I'm completely with you on that. And you know what? It's a title that he deserves. He was the first champion because they needed a name. He was a great champion. Uh, I, I think that, you know, it's, it's a move. It's a move that needs to happen because Wardlow and Jericho together can be the shittiest tag of all time. I mean, they could be like guys drop us a line hosts at new normal wrestling.com hit up our Instagram, new normal wrestling, hit up our Twitter. It is wrestling normal. Uh, guys, let us know what you think. Please fill us in. Make sure you're checking out the fourth wall pop network. We've got the big heck and weight adventures. We've got crossroads. We've got John grill. We've got sport shorts. We've got the PCC, the, the, the wait, what Pop Culture Collective. Oh, no. no Jeff- I PCC is. Come on. I'm sorry. What, no, no, no. What, what, what else am I missing? What do you want to shout out? Oh, by the way, we mentioned her like eight times. Make sure you guys hit up Beetle Jess on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> uh, check out check out Scream Queens. Hell of a podcast. Yes. Little crossover action going. The Scream uh, Queens is a hell of a podcast. They just put out an amazing episode. Uh, please go on uh, Beetle Jess's Twitter and let her know that Raquel Gonzalez has a better drop kick than Rhea Ripley. That. Okay. Wait, wait, you are playing with fire, homie. <laughs> she's going to kill me. She's, she's going to kill me. See, you guys heard it on the radio, on the audio. She's going to stab me with a sharp object. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than a blunt object, my better friend. Better than a blunt object. Um, wow. Uh, also, wait a minute. Hold on. You're forgetting. Because I'm wearing the lavish merch right now. Oh, I said big heck and Wade. I got that out first, baby. I know you did. But do you know where you can get some lavish swag? Uh, T public, make sure you guys head on over to T public and check out the fourth wall pop network store on T public. We got masks, we got shirts, we got hats, we got phone cases. Basically we sent them some graphics and they can put it on a ton of shit. So whatever yes. your heart desires, head on over and get yourself some NNW merch. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I, I got an artist working on something for, for Maddie drip drip here, mm-hmm. but, um, I got to tell you, man, the dusty one, the man of a thousand gimmicks, dusty Dave has the baddest merch going right now. He yep, got a dusty Dave got a lavish shirt right now. He got himself a, a, a killer little graphic guys head on over to T public. And that is the fourth wall pop network store. Check out everything we have to offer. Make sure you guys download head on over to anchor. And for those of you who can afford it, I know times are tough. 
uh, a $1 sponsor would mean the world to us. Uh, if you got a couple more, that would be great. We do this for you guys. Cause we love it. If you, if you guys enjoy and girls, I, I know you can't say guys anymore, you know, women's mm-hmm. revolution. If, if, if you fans out there enjoy what we're doing, uh, please show a little bit of love our way. It's going to help keep things moving on. Uh, Wade and I are definitely very appreciative of everybody coming in, hopping on, leaving us some feedback. Also, just so you know, it looks like Maddie Drip Drip is going to be live tweeting Impact Weekly and then the, the, the lavish one himself and the Dripster are going to be going 50-50 dual partners. If you are watching NXT, Wade is going to be live tweeting for you until they move to Tuesdays. If you are watching AEW, Maddie G's got that covered. And then when the new schedule changes, we'll find out if our engagement is up good or even we're going to keep it going if our engagement is down or poor we're going to stop so you got to let us know what you like mm-hmm. on our end wade you want to wrap it up for us tonight oh also i did a very lavish interview you forgot to leave it out if you want to check Ooh, it out i did a yeah. very lavish interview a very fun interview with one half of the c stars dummy xo you can check that out it's available on all podcast streaming platforms but i think we got to wrap it up so uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to handle this one. You mind? You mind if I handle this one? Please do. You take the reins. Okay. <clears throat> to be the man, you got to beat. No, that's not mine. That's not mine. That's not mine. Um, if you smell. No, that's not mine either. That's not ours. Um, well, you know something, Minji. No, that's not ours either, man. Damn. Um, Ooh, yeah, the macho man. No, that's not ours. Man, I got to kill this. I got to do this right. And if you're not down with that, we, uh, Maddie, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm slipping. I'm slipping. I'm going to end this with a goodbye. And a, no, that's not ours either. That is the good brothers. We can't do that. Only he can do that. So, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am the podcast Prince Wade Olson. That is Maddie G. AKA Maddie Drip Drip, AKA the Golden DJ, AKA the most lavish man in the building next to me. But you know what? It is what it is. We will see you next week with a brand new episode of New Normal Wrestling. Peace, salute, and we're out. We'll see you guys later. Yo, fire, bro. Fire. <laughs> Uh, I have to run. I was supposed to be done 20 minutes ago. I have my first finals meeting with a wedding client of Mm -hmm. the year, and they are very particular dudes. So I have to go do my hair and change into my EMG shirt. I will uh, let me uh, let me stop uh, recording. Where's Mm -hmm. there we go.